Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Drawdowns, drawdowns, drawdowns. Whew. Something that every trader faces, something that destroys most traders. In today's episode, we're going to talk about what you can do to survive these drawdowns and steps you can take to get back on track, both mentally, psychologically, and, well, technically. What do you do, or what do you personally do when you feel a little down or burnt out from the process of being such a successful trader? Cherry, I never get tired of being a successful trader. Never. Being a successful trader feels so good. It just makes me wake up and want to do it even more. <laughs> but I will tell you this. So serious though, the, the success part doesn't burn me out, right? I am, so, so and it, it depends on, the, on, on your personality. So, so I, I actually love trading, right? Not everyone does. We, we've had this debate before. I, I used to be under the mindset that you have to love something to be good at it. And my, my business partners convinced me otherwise. Um, sometimes it could be what the thing creates that you love, but I actually love trading. So I never get burnt out of like looking at a chart, right? I, and I was up this morning looking at Rite Aid, something I invested in 15 years ago, just because like I, I like looking at charts, I like reading price action, I like making predictions. Again, for, for me, the market is like a puzzle. Right, I love putting together puzzles, even if I've done the puzzle like a million times. Right, each time you put together the puzzle, it's just as challenging. Right, you think about it, that's a really good example, actually, because you could put the I mean, unless it's like a little kid's puzzle, but you, you can put together a puzzle a million times, it's still just as challenging because every time you put the puzzle together, right, the pieces are spread, you still have to go through the process of you know, my process is I, I find the corners, I find the ends, I start with the perimeter, then I work in, I find like colored things and put them in little sections and I put them together. And no matter how many times I do the puzzle, it's never, there's no edge gained from it. Like I don't, if I, if I do it once, it doesn't help me for the next time at all, um, or, or maybe minimally. So I, I look at the markets the same exact way where I, I come in and I look at the markets every single day and I get just as excited to analyze a chart and see what stuff is, is doing. Now, sometimes there, there are, you know, there are times like the summer, where it gets boring, where there's like consolidation and, and, and that happens. But in, in general, I, I love analyzing the market. So we said, or maybe you can find another way to put the piece together. Well, and I would say that's, you know, in trading, I think that, that would be the difference between trading and puzzles. In, in, in puzzles, I, I don't really deviate from my method because, you know, I, I think that's the only way I can actually put them together. I, I can't see myself doing it any other way than starting with the perimeter. Um, trading in this puzzle, you can try different methods, right? It's not the same exact pieces. It, it, there are little differences that you begin to notice each and every time. And you can kind of experiment with different things, as Orsi mentioned, where it's like, hey, look at that candlestick or look at that structure. Or, you know, let me throw in a Bollinger Band and see, oh, what happens when we get rejected at this Bollinger Band? Like there's, there's so many things in trading that 
you can use to be successful. Now that's a gift and a curse, right? There's so many different things you can you can use, which gets a lot of people distracted at first because they use so many different things. But I think once you've become successful, right, it's easier to experiment with these different things because there's no temptation to trade it. So like I can look at Bollinger Bands, I can look at Keltner channels, I, I got the stochastics here. I can just do eye test on this and there's no pressure to trade it because I'm already successful, right? What I'm doing right now is making money. So I can kind of play with this just to, out of the pure enjoyment of playing with it. Whereas if you're a new trader, you have that pressure of like, man, I've got to do something to make money. I've got to do something to make money. Now you're more likely to jump into something and, and not give it time. And you're not being as creative because you're, you're looking for an answer instead of just looking to kind of play around in the playground or the sandbox, whatever you may call it. So that never burns me out. Um, what, what, what does burn me out is what it takes to be a successful trader. So the journey, right? The journey of a successful trader is a tough one. If, if I were to bring up a chart, what's a chart that's in a bullish trend, uh, dollar yen. The journey of a successful trader looks like this, looks like the dollar yen, where you have periods where you're going sideways, you have periods of sharp decline, you have periods of drawdown. Um, those parts do get tough. And how I mentally deal with those parts is I always go back and review. So when I'm in a drawdown, um, I, well, let me ask you guys this. What happens when you're in a drawdown? What is the first thing that you lose after money? <laughs> you, you lose money. That's the first thing you lose. What is, what is the second thing you lose? After you lose money in a drawdown, that, that comes first, right? <laughs> What's the second thing that you lose? Confidence, right? So the goal is how can I rebuild confidence? How can I rebuild confidence? And this is where, and I don't know what affected what, if it was me coaching trading or coaching track or track and trading, but or just being an athlete. But being an athlete, whenever the coach wanted to rebuild confidence, and I do this now, you put your athletes in a situation, like an easy win situation. A situation where they have a chance to kind of gain confidence again. We had a girl, I'll tell you the story. We had a girl this year on our track team, great runner. Um, mentally very challenging. So she is very hard on herself. She demands perfection. If anything is off by like a percentage of a degree, she's not happy. And you don't want to see her when she's not happy. So... She was having this rough spell all season. It wasn't necessarily her fault. Weather was bad. You can't run fast when the weather's bad. But, you know, athletes don't want to hear that. Right? Athletes don't want to hear excuses. They're just so whatever. So I went back and I, I watched all of her film. I watched every single race she did from the last two years. And I, and I noticed the trend. Right? I did some back testing. I noticed a trend in her performance. And she tended to run her best races when she was ahead. From the beginning she ran her worst races when she had to fight from behind because she pressed a little bit so we came to a track meet and i purposely seated her slower than what i thought she could run because i wanted her to dominate a race so i put her in a position where she was most likely to succeed and she had her best race of the season and then she just she gained that confidence back in herself that was missing and then that confidence got her through to the championships where she had you know one of the best championship uh, series I ever saw. 
So trading the same thing, we want to go back when we're losing confidence, we want to put ourselves in a position where we can gain confidence. And for me personally, the first question that I ask myself when I'm losing confidence is like, did, did I, am I doing everything right? Did I, am I reading this wrong? Did I forget how to do this? So I go back to my courses. I go back to my courses. I go back to my training courses um, and not the ones that I did for you guys, but the ones I took. I go through them. I go through the basics and I just want to make sure I have an understanding, right? Okay, it, it, this new structure high thing. Am I reading this right? And going through those courses builds my confidence because it's like, okay, like this is my mentor. My mentor is saying the same things that I'm saying, right? I got a message this uh, this weekend on, on the Trading Edge video I did where someone's saying, man, you know, I, I, I the person who watched it, he does his analysis first and then he watches my videos and uses it as like confirmation. A lot of you guys do that method, but he's like, yeah, man. It was so helpful to know that, you know, your analysis matched my analysis. Now I'm more confident than ever to kind of stick with it and, and, and take the trade because I think he was or stay in the trade. I think he was already in the trade. And he was thinking about like exiting on the open because he was getting scared. I think it was the euro dollar, that double top that happened, um, the double top that rolled over. And so he's, he used it to build confidence. So the first thing I do is I go back to my training videos and I review them and and. I start building confidence and, and understanding it. And then I'll, I'll go back to some charts and just make some predictions. And, you know, most of the time, once you get that confidence back up, you, you get out of that panic mode. When you lose confidence, you're in panic. You can't really see straight and you think everything is just the worst, right? You're in a free fall. Once you build that confidence up, you, you start to kind of see things the normal way where it's like, okay, wait a minute. Like, this is nothing that's not normal. This is a drawdown to kill. You just have like, eight straight winners in a row, like you're supposed to lose and you just kind of reset yourself and say, okay, let's, we've done this before, right? You can look through, you know, I've luxury, I can, I, well, I can look through historical performances or I, I just, I know my poor historical performances in my head. So I can look back and go, okay, January, 2019, we know how that started. We made it through that. Let's, let's continue on. And you just do that until you get your wins. And then once the win comes, you know, the confidence is back. Um, so that's the tough part, but you got to put yourself in a situation where you can gain confidence. And it could be as simple as this. And I'll get to some of your questions later. It could be as simple as this. It could be even like if you feel like you're doing something wrong, right? That's what I'm here for. Shoot me a shoot me a chart or you could shoot anyone, anyone on the platform a chart, but shoot me a chart and be like, Akil, man, um, I just want to let you know, like these are the last three trades I took. They all lost. I just want to make sure like, am I reading this right? Did I do anything wrong? And then, you know, I'll either give you some feedback. Well, like, well, yeah, you know, you know, in that continuation trade, we, you know, we, we didn't clear the double top right there. So blah, 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 blah. Or no, nah, look, look, perfectly fine. I would have taken the same thing. And, or in many cases, hey, I was in the same trade, man. Welcome to the loser club. And just getting that reassurance that you're not doing anything wrong. It's just the market being the market could be very helpful. And, and that's the power of this community. So those are, those are the two things I would do. I would say one, start reviewing your old training just to kind of make sure you're not, you know, something didn't slip through the cracks. Cause it is it is hard. You know, we, we do sometimes regress, we do sometimes forget things. Um, but two, share what you're doing just as a double check. You know, let the let the teacher check your homework. Say, hey prof, you know what? Before I hand this in, do you mind looking over just to make sure I didn't do anything wrong? Um, and then you'll get feedback and you'll see maybe you're doing everything right or maybe you're doing something wrong. So those are two things I would do.
Hope you enjoyed the episode. Remember, if you're interested in becoming a better trader, check out the website, www.tier1trading.com. We got a bunch of stuff over there for you to check out, to sample, to experience. So make sure you do www.tier1trading.com.